Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? John Thoralla. To Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot to talk about today. Ain't that some shit, man? <laughs> the draft is over. We don't have to see another motherfucking mock draft for the next, I don't know, month and a half. <laughs> for these fools that are going to be doing about next year. No, but it's going to be a while till we see them for real. Thank goodness. Yeah, but the real problem now is that we're going to start seeing, like, you know, Way too early predictions and uh, like yeah. power rankings before anybody takes a single fucking snap. Draft busts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's coming. And I want to start before we jump in. We're going to dive in uh, as much as we do here at Finnefo, which is mm. not much. We're gonna, we're going <laughs> to dive into the uh, to the draft, give our thoughts, but we want to say collectively that it we don't know shit. <laughs> for three years <laughs> nobody's gonna know who's a bust who's a good pick you know what if it worked out for a player you don't know yeah until we get to the end of their first contract that's one thing that we can certainly say for Svenafel. Yeah. do you agree with that i would agree with that and i mean the examples of the examples are endless. Yeah. Of uh, you know guys who were taken in the fourth round or whatever. Yeah. Tom, Brady. Like, Tom Brady. Tom Brady in the sixth a round. Common example of that. Have you seen? I of course you're seeing this. Uh, you know this split screen photo that someone's put together of Tom Brady's draft picture man, and Mac Jones. It's like, me, come on, guys, give uh, me a fucking I break. I hate them. I hate Patriots fans, and they think like <laughs> we just oh we just finessed the entire league and we're so smart. The fuck out of here, Mac Jones, man. I'm not. I'm not convinced yet. No. I'll say that. Yeah. I'm not going to say he's not going to work out. I think Bill Belichick, as I've said on here before, I do not. I hate the Patriots. With, as as with Jonathan said, we cannot guarantee anything other than that Mac Jones is going to suck sh- <laughs> shit this year. He's going to be so bad. I'm going to be rooting against him, and uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if he sucked, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was great. I would be surprised if he turns out to be next Tom Brady, just because of the law of averages. You know what I mean? Who gets – I feel like that – that's the funny thing too. Like people – Americans are so I, – I, they're so optimistic. You know what I mean? In some ways it's like I'm not, I'm not when the it. impossible happens, they think, well, of course that could happen yeah, again. We, <laughs> it's like that, yeah, they've been sending to black people forever. Yeah, exactly. I mean yeah. – <laughs> You're not going to see a Tom Brady like scenario happen for another hundred years, maybe. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just I think it happens in all sports. Of course, you know where it's like, you know, where they're just desperate for the for the next Michael Jordan yeah. or the and next it's not gonna happen. or the next Wayne Gretzky or yeah. the next whoever you know, whoever it is. It's like, oh, it's him, it's him, it's him, and it's like, no, it's not no, him. It's another guy. He was good, but it's yeah. not him. That's why people got mad bro, leading up to the draft about Trevor Lawrence and and his different attitude towards the game, which I thought was refreshing. 
But they're just like, oh, he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder? He's not going to be Tom Brady. He's going to be terrible. Yeah. How do you not care? He didn't say I don't care. He said I don't have a chip on my shoulder. I feel like because of the direction that that particular position is going in, this year you heard a lot of uh, like people sort of really hoping that a team was going to find the next Patrick Mahomes. Right, because that's oh, yeah, sort of the yeah, yeah. that's sort of the direction, is that, and that was like you heard a lot of chatter about Trey Lance, like you know this, you know we don't know like what his ceiling is, but we're hoping that it's like Mahomes, like you know it's like okay, yeah. fine. and last year Jordan, that was the Jordan Love stuff, like he's raw, but he can be a Patrick Mahomes like the year before, exactly, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, anyway, um, uh, should we go through the picks, or how do you want to do this? Well, actually, there were a few stories before the draft okay. that I thought were kind of fascinating. Uh, the first one that I saw was actually from um, an Alabama senator named Tommy Tuberville. Uh, he was trying to give some advice to the uh, you know incoming rookies. Mm-hmm. Um he was said, quote, nobody's looking for an outspoken person. Uh, <laughs> we're too divided as it is. Everybody wants to make an Whoa. opinion, and that's fine. But I think especially for young people to get involved in something that maybe they, they might not understand as much, I think they need to let people that whatever they do for a living ju- justify it. You know, I I'd just like to see our country be more settled down in terms of people getting into politics or sports and vice versa. And so he's like, basically we know exactly what you're saying. He's basically out there telling these rookies to keep their goddamn mouths shut yeah. and and shut stay and in your yes, yeah, stay in your lane, bitch. Shut up and dribble. <laughs> it's that type of shit. Which I thought was, uh, you know. I thought that made Tommy Tuberville sort of a perfect candidate for this week's fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Uh, because I just feel like, what the fuck, bro? Like, you know, of course. But when Mac, of course, when Mac Jones starts talking about, you know, how much he's he's buddies with uh, with Trump, I'm sure um, I'm sure Tommy Tuberville will have no issues with that. Did you hear about the uh, Trevor Lawrence tweets that came out? No, I didn't. What were they? Uh, he had some tweets. Uh, basically, some shut up and dribble type of tweets. When he was 16, though. Uh-huh. So I'm not, I guess it's a twofold thing. He was a young kid tweeting about Kaepernick, basically. Okay. About how, you know, he should stick to sports type of thing. Mm. And those came out now. And everybody's like, why didn't that come out before? I, it wouldn't have dropped him. I don't know. It's not going to make him a... Uh, you think uh, Urban Meyer would have given two shits about that? <laughs> He probably would have liked him He's more. Like, man, I should have kept that guy that I had on the staff that was a racist. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Urban Meyer gives a shit about that. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, uh, this stuff comes out, and then stuff like Tommy Tuberville, what a surprise. Uh, Fuck that guy's right. Uh, Baker Mayfield doubled down on his UFO claims. I thought that was kind of a fun story that happened <laughs> the day before the draft. Uh, he claims that the U.S. Navy has essentially confirmed that his sighting was real. Uh-huh. Uh, but he added he added to his claim. He's like, I'm and I, I was abducted. I'm a believer. I believe in UFOs and I believe in Sasquatch. He said so Sasquatch. He kinda, yeah. Oh, so man. I don't know if he threw that in there just to be funny, but you heard your, um, your case there, <clears throat> Baker. Uh, my favorite story, and I really hope that this is true. Uh, Tim Tebow is going to be the next star <laughs> tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Please, please let the football gods make this happen. Uh, because this would be so much fun to make fun of. Oh, yeah. So much fun. I'd love it. I'd love it. What the fuck? He used to play for Urban Meyer, you know. I know that. And uh, I think that's the only reason he's getting a look. There's no way he's going to make the team. If he makes a team, Urban Meyer 
is officially a laughing stock. I, I, this, it, you know what I mean? I mean, this is enough. It's enough right there. They're neighbors. I know. They he, he moved in yeah. next door or yeah. near same neighborhood as Tebow. He's gonna be out in the. You know, he's gonna be out in the yard like. Catching balls, Tim Tebow. <laughs> hey, Urban. Let's work on your hitch. What's going on, bro? You want to play catch? In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Urban Meyer's going to be annoyed when uh, Tebow's knocking on his door trying to spread the word. <laughs> you going to come to church, coach? Oh, my God. Can't stand that. That's one of my least favorite players of all time is Tim Tebow. Me too. And it go, for me, it runs blood deep because it goes oh, yeah. all the way back to the florida days i fucking just, hate this uh, guy having scripture on his uh on his face didn't uh, he do that yes on the, uh, he yeah the he's got the john 316 or yeah. whatever 314 on his face he uh he, he did the whole virgin like talking about the virgin stuff and, mm. the, and the lord pushing it on everybody and then he was force fed down our throats by espn i, I hated him so much yeah he was a total bust and guess who was his backup who had to leave the school and go make his way somewhere else and then became an MVP in the NFL? I don't remember. Cam Newton. Oh, did he? Is that why he transferred to he Auburn? He transferred to Auburn because he couldn't get in over Tim Tebow and then wins the national championship. This is exactly what I'm talking about. In Georgia. When I was talking about Justin Fields. It's yep. the same fucking thing. This yep. guy was the sh- uh, clearly a better quarterback than Jake Fromm who yeah. I can re- remind you all went in the third round to the Buffalo Bills, is currently the Buffalo Bills' third-string quarterback. It <laughs> um, <clears throat> happens, man. That's why it's like, fuck college, yeah. uh, coaches, yeah. doing shit like that. Ugh, it's, it's fucked up, man. Uh, I thought the, well, one of the most interesting stories that never actually happened was this this reported bidding war for Deshaun Watson uh, and there was a lot of speculation that that it was going to include a swap between Watson and Tua Tagovailoa. Okay, I mean that would have been a huge mistake. Yes, by the Miami Dolphins. So I think it's a good thing that that didn't happen. Uh, the, the logic behind this this report was that you know, well, first of all, they were the reporters were speculating that because of the sudden silence between the 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 two sets of lawyers that. They were speculating that that case or all of those cases could have been settled a few days before the draft because never would those women have any more leverage to sort of close this case and get whatever it was that they wanted out of it because because Watson was trying to find a new t- like like there was no better time uh, to get okay. to unload Watson than during draft weekend mm-hmm. so there was this huge speculation that okay now leverage time is now mm-hmm. but I think it was kind of the wrong conversation to be having yeah exactly you know what I mean it's like <clears throat> is there any merit behind it I, it not a, it, other than is there that, a credible source well no not no no. No, honestly, it from all the articles that I read, it sounded like it was pure speculation based on the sudden silence of the lawyers in this case. Okay, like whoa, all, they were trying the case in the court of public opinion, and now all of a sudden they're not saying anything. We think a deal's coming soon, so they're going to ship it. So it was literally there was no. If any team jumped on him right now, they're stupid. I think there was no there there, but it was just kind of funny to yeah. watch them. Funny, <laughs> you know, weird. You know who they needed as a trade partner? Tell me. The Houston Texans. <laughs> <laughs> if they could trade with themselves, that's the only team that's dumb enough to pull to to pull that trade would be themselves. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, and they and we'll go through this as well. Are pretty much 
got the lowest grade in the draft, yeah. according to everybody who graded the draft, which I think is unfair to do. But I can agree that Houston had a bad performance because they set themselves up for failure before the draft. I mean, they were coming into the draft having already shot themselves yeah. in the foot. Yeah, basically. exactly. So, of course, they uh, didn't help their team much in the draft. Uh, but by far, the craziest story that happened the day before the draft and the story that I think, you know, at least in some ways from a sort of soap opera-like perspective could wind up being our DeAndre Baker type story was this thing with Aaron Rodgers, this, this oh, insane... Yeah. Story comes out the day before the draft. I mean, I, somebody posted it on our Facebook group, and I was like, "That's some bullshit." Like, and then I started poking around. And was like, "Holy crap! Yeah. Everyone is reporting this. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is happening?" So it started with the 49ers, apparently. Um, so the offer. Let's see. What did it say? It's believed that the 49ers offered number three overall pick, plus Jimmy Garoppolo. Other players plus draft other draft picks to Green Bay uh, in exchange for Aaron Rodgers. Did they make a mistake not doing it, Green Bay? I don't know, actually. I think it's a mistake not to <clears throat> trade him when they could have gotten on all of that shit for him. You might be right, um, but it it's was hard, and your fans would probably be like, "Fuck you." I, and here's another thing I want to add to the story: is that yep. uh, nobody is. Is getting on him as far as I see, like they did on Deshaun Watson. Well, Trying actually, that is starting. Apparently, that's starting to change. So the okay. way this story evolved was first the Forty ers thing, and everyone's just in shock. Uh, mm-hmm. And then reports out of NBC, apparently from Rogers Camp, saying, "Yeah, that's it. I want out. I don't want to play for Green Bay again." Uh, and then a day later, out pops this story that Rogers will stay, but only if they fire the, the GM. I bet. I bet he feels like that. And this, this guy named Brian uh, Gutekunst is his name. <laughs> That's a weird, kind of a weird name. You know what uh, low-hanging fruit joke they make about him. Oh, of course. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but this is kind of a... The th- but now, as of yesterday, it appears that I don't know if this is true, to be honest with you, because you don't know how much of this to believe. Like some people are just like annoyed by by guys like Rogers because he's maybe he's a little too self centered. Maybe he, however you want to look. I guess you could look at it that way. Yeah, I don't look at it like um, that. I personally don't look at it that way. I think these guys have a very most times have a very short career. Yeah, uh, and whatever you got to do to get yours. Go and get it. And and if you want to be one of these players who plays like you have a chip on your shoulder, if he's still pissed off about the Jordan Love thing, I mean, that clearly worked out. He came back and, and put in an MVP season, uh, so it's hard to question that. And he had a chip on the shoulder the draft night when he got drafted. Yeah, that's true. And they said, uh, <laughs> what did he say about, uh, regret, I'm going to make San Francisco regret not taking me? Yeah. For yeah. my entire career. This would have come around full Yeah, because he was one of those quarterbacks who fell in the draft, right? Yeah. He fell pretty low. Um, and he's a Cali kid. He wanted, I think he played for Cal, right? And he wanted mm-hmm. to uh, to go and play for San Francisco. And he took Alex Smith, was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. But yeah, they, uh, they didn't take him. Yeah. He wanted to make them pay. So it, apparently this story kind of bubbled 
from last year's draft. First, they take Jordan Love. Then they don't get him the receivers that he wanted. He comes back, has an MVP season, and now they want to restructure Aaron Rodgers' contract. Um, and he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to do – he, he – yeah. He wants to I think the I think really the argument is over how long his contract will be. He wants to he wants to play longer. Right. And Green Bay is like, "Well, you know, we want to give you a shorter contract. We've got this Jordan Love guy waiting in the wings. We don't want to waste his rookie deal." You know, cuz this guy's got a rookie deal that lasts for what? 3 years? Uh four, 4 years? 4 years, yeah. You know, and you're going to waste half of his rookie deal on waiting for Right, yeah. For Rodgers to retire. That's why they should have taken the trade. This is why they should have taken the trade. Or they need to trade Jordan Love and, and get whatever they think they can get for that. Um, But yeah. this is something that is, I think, is fair yeah, to say be. completely unresolved. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then the GM comes out and says, we are not trading Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And apparently, because of the, uh, because of the bonuses and whatnot, hmm. He could like forfeit the year, like uh, like try to get cut or whatever, but he owes them thirty million dollars. Is what I've heard. Right. So he would owe them money, and then he can leave. Well, it, it it'll be very <laughs> interesting to see if this is just a, a an exercise in trying to find out who's the most stubborn. Um, because Aaron Rodgers is claiming that, you know, he either wants the GM fired, he wants to be traded, or he's gonna. Retire, maybe. Then he would owe them money. Yeah, I know, but okay. I don't know. Wow, it's a pretty uh, retire and then it, <laughs> go where? I I think it's a very risky move on his part uh, to to follow this strategy because imagine imagine that whatever way this works out, whether it works out that he stays in Green Bay uh, or he goes somewhere else. Where whatever his next season of football happens to be, wherever that happens, he's going to have to be amazing, right? Yeah, if you, I mean he was just you, amazing this year, though. I know, but if you kick up all this dust mm-hmm. and and, Denver. and and cause all this trouble, and you go somewhere else, and you just lay a fucking turd yeah. on the field, he ain't laying a turd. I, he's not getting any younger. I'm just I know. Saying. I'm just. I mean, Tom Brady's out there. Uh, he wasn't balling, balling, but I mean, he was sufficient. But I'm just saying, if he winds up at the wrong team, like he's too old to go oh, play. He won't do that. He, he's going to have to go somewhere where, where he Denver. can stay upright. That's my call. Denver. You could throw that ball far in that high altitude. True. They got a great wide receiving core, young wide receiver core. If I were him, I'd be trying to get to Denver or Indy. Who's there? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is there. You could beat him out. Easy. <laughs> Uh, Chicago not anymore. I guess uh, unless you want to, then you still got to be looking over your shoulder. They just got their guy. Nah, he's not gonna go there. Can't go to but he's got to go somewhere where they have an O line that can protect. Imagine him. if he went to like Detroit. Like, they won't. They got golf now. I'm trying to think of somewhere that he. Could I was play actually them thinking a about a a, um, a um, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers oh! swap. The- like you swap them out. You got two contracts that you don't want to deal with, yeah. and you just go. Zoop, you just swap them out. Wow! How about that? He's throwing the okay. Kyle Pitts and Julio Jones, and I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, you're not happy with your receiver core? How about Julio Jones? How about Kyle Pitts? Uh, How about Calvin guy? Ridley? Yeah, Ridley. Is that, will that work bit. for you? You want that <laughs> little swippy swap right there? Yeah, man. Falcons fans everywhere just got an instant hard on. Let GM Skip get on the job. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't want him in Miami. I just gave a new meeting to rise up in Falcons yeah. Nation. Because they gotta... didn't take a quarter, but he won't be looking over his shoulder. If he comes to Miami, he's looking over his shoulder. If he goes to uh, uh, Chicago, he's looking over his shoulder. Um, and then in Green Bay, he's looking over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. You got to go somewhere. I would say maybe nah, Carolina, you won't be looking over his shoulder. It's Sam Bradford. Not, uh, no, what's his name? Where? Uh, Carolina. Oh, uh, Sam Darnold. Darnold. I said yeah, Bradford. Yeah, yeah. Same shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That that might be the summer story, man. I, uh, think, I yeah. think Green Bay fucked up. On the record, I'll say Green Bay fucked up not taking it. Cut your loss. You don't want somebody on your team that don't want to be there. Uh, prime example, not to be the homer that I am. That I Fuck it. I'm going to be a homer. Prime example is Miami mm. letting go of the, one of the top three safeties in the NFL. Yep. Minka Fitzpatrick. Imagine what that secondary would have been if they talked him into staying there. Mm-hmm. But he was like, you're using me wrong. We're tanking. Fuck this. Because he was listening to all the shit about worst team ever put together. And they got him out of there and took their first round pick um, and, and put him in Pittsburgh. And he's a great player. It's fun to, fun to watch. Yep. And you, can't, you, you don't want somebody on the team that don't want to be there. I mean, imagine if they had taken the deal. And they because got, then and you'd have, have Garoppolo. You'd have, yeah, you'd have Aaron Rodgers in San Francisco. You would have Garoppolo in Green Bay. Plus, no, Green Bay would pick. have the number three pick. Yeah. Pitts? Yeah. You could have had Can Garoppolo. you imagine how pissed Aaron <laughs> Rodgers would have been? Yeah. I mean, because literally. And or it's still, Chase, whatever they want to do. And it winds up being true this year. I don't think Green, Green Bay has not picked an offensive skill position in the first round oh, yeah, in like, did him like twenty that something years. Can you imagine if they if they dump Rodgers and then take Kyle? Pitts? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been it would have been like a final fuck you to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, or they could trade back and take some stuff for that third True. pick. They could have they could have done so much uh, and just been like fuck it, we move on because last year they kind of said fuck it, we're moving on. Yeah, just push your your clock back a little bit. Well, it'll and be, you got Garoppolo that could be the mentor for love. It'll be very interesting to Stupid. see how how it plays out because Green Bay is not a normal team in the sense that you know yeah. this this could get probably resolved a lot quicker. Uh, th- but there's no one owner of the Green no. Bay Packers. They right? got to write a letter to the entire city of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the owners. It, yeah, everyone has a say. I don't actually don't know. It'd be very interesting to find out how they're going to. The ha- general manager probably has a lot of power there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But they do have some sort of a board of directors, but I don't know how that functions. Hmm. Anyway. So look into that. Uh, Yeah. I guess now we can finally get into the- It's draft time. The 2021 draft. It's been out there. (laughs) At the Sound Lounge. Yeah. (laughs) Just throw it in. (laughs) Getting it it done at the Sound Lounge. All right. uh, Should we just run through the picks, or how do you want to do this? Well, we can, you know- Walk our way through yeah. them and and have our hot takes and whatnot. Uh, biggest surprise of the draft was the first pick. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, yo, check this out. Trevor Lawrence. I went to CBS. Uh, I trust CBS for some weird reason. I don't know. Right. I like. I like. They're kind of you know unbiased and no hype. They don't feel like hype behind them. Right. So I went to CBS and looked at. <laughs> they said first pick Trevor Lawrence to Clemson. I mean from Clemson to yep. the Jaguars. Grade A plus. Lawrence will change the dynamic of this franchise for the next decade. They will win a Super Bowl. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Okay, CBS. we no longer trust CBS. I know, right? <laughs> I that is what? a bold statement. Uh, I'm happy for uh, Trevor Lawrence getting that first pick. Um, it's pressure, but he doesn't have a chip on the shoulder anyway. And um, <laughs> I really haven't seen him play that much. So I've seen he's him. He's in the ACC. Mm-hmm. I see. I saw him get uh get uh pushed around a little bit by the um, Miami Hurricanes defensive line. That game, they still beat the shit out of us. But you know, uh, I don't, uh, he's, he's good. From what I saw, he's pretty good. He is a good quarterback. But look, there's. There's a reason why, you know, the the other other like okay, the quarterback position when they come from the top teams like Clemson and Alabama and Georgia and mm-hmm. um what's the other ones I'm thinking of? Whatever. The 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 teams that you always see that are good in the mm-hmm. top five year after year, there's a reason why Ohio those State. why those quarterbacks don't always work out uh in the NFL. And it's because there's this huge competition imbalance in college football where these great teams wind up playing teams that are nowhere near as good as they are. Mm. Half of their schedule is Pad the is a fucking layup. Yeah. Uh and these guys get to the NFL and and they either they either can't hack it or they wind up being as good as everybody thought they were. And that's why, you know, for this particular position of quarterback, I yeah. think that that's that's more true than than it is yeah. for like say running back or wide yeah. receiver. I think it's different. Then the game's faster, <clears throat> the and as far as the quarterback, the windows are tighter, and you're being schemed against. Yeah. So like your tendencies, everybody sees them, and then you gotta like figure that shit out on the fly. Yeah. So um, I wish I wish everybody the best of luck, um, but we don't like Jacksonville, so. No. <laughs> I don't wish any luck to Urban Meyer at all. <laughs> right, so fuck Urban Meyer. Yeah. But um, I hope um, I hope it works out for Trevor Lawrence that we see, like an Andrew Luck type of uh, career will be what suffice for me because it's like the coach didn't really do too much with him, mm. but you could still everybody was saying he was the best out of that class, even though he was not. Right. Russell Wilson came out of that class. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Trevor that class Lawrence. was crazy. It was Russell we'll Wilson, Andrew Luck. Robert Griffin the third. Remember, he was supposed to be that beast, and Ryan Tannehill. Those were like the top quarterbacks of that, and the best one of the bunch was Russell Wilson. Hmm. Who was late in that uh, round. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Who the uh, Jets take? Who the Jets take? It's quarterback what, I, crazy, man. Everybody it, went quarterback crazy. <laughs> what do you say? No, I just think it's funny that it was like it, this was also one of the like least kept secrets of the draft. Oh yeah. <laughs> Zach Wilson, um, BYU. Just seeing BYU, the only good quarterback I know from there, Steve Young. Correct. Uh, who's probably related to somebody at Brigham Young. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but, but And then they're all, I mean, I don't really fuck with BYU because they're Mormon. They probably all got their own magic underwear. Don't they have a magic underwear thing <laughs> yes. going on? And then they don't, uh, a lot of them have to do a missionary. Uh-huh. Miami took somebody from BYU when you're John Beck. Probably never heard of him because, you know, that's what we Because he never came back from his missionary. <laughs> he did the missionary. <laughs> then he joins the NFL. Comes to the NFL. He's 26 years old as a rookie. And it's like, why did we do this? <laughs> Jesus. I, th- I think it was Nick Saban brought him in or something. I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, I don't know much about Zach Wilson either. They gave him a B grade on CBS, but we just found out that CBS Sports is an illegitimate source. <laughs> Correct, it's true. Now everything is turned upside down. I, I haven't. I've I seen him play. Hope he sucks. I've seen him play a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he has obviously tremendous potential, but again, it, it's it's a crapshoot. You have no idea. Yeah. 
what this kid's going to do. He's a kind of mobile though. He's very mobile. Yeah. He's 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 a little small, but he but he's not afraid to get hit. He'll run and like run at people if he has to. Uh, my issue with him is that I just hope he doesn't get confused playing on a real uh, football field. I don't know if you know this, but BYU they play on this this blue football field. Have you seen it? I thought it was Boise State. No, he's been playing on this blue. Now they play on this thing they too. They play on blue too. Yeah, it's a bright blue Weird, man. football field. Yeah, I'm like, bro, what are you? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Ugh. It's like maybe in Kentucky where it's like bluegrass and all that kind of stuff. Maybe that would make sense. But yeah. I, even they are not that fucking stupid. Uh, number three was was the pick that everybody was waiting for because the 49ers were trying to make everyone pretend, uh, believe that they oh we don't know, bro. Uh, it could, it's going to be Mac. Everyone was convinced it was going to be Mac yeah. Jones. You and I were like, "No, <laughs> yes. if you pick Mac Jones, you're, you're an stupid. idiot." <laughs> and but the funny, and we talked about this over the weekend too. That you know, okay, so they wound up taking Trey Lance, North Dakota State. That this was obviously like San Francisco kind of smokescreen type thing. And in one way, I guess that makes sense. It's like you don't want you're not going to go into draft week letting every media pundit on the planet know who you're going to pick. Um, mm. But it also seemed like kind of a useless exercise. It wasn't like they needed this smokescreen to prevent somebody else from taking their guy. Cause it, we all knew that Trevor Lawrence was going to go to Jacksonville yeah. and it was pretty much confirmed that Zach Wilson was going to go to the Jets. So it's yeah. like, who are you fooling? Like, and they traded up to get it. And they traded up, pretending like they didn't know what they were going to... And I do believe that maybe they didn't know who they were going to pick when they traded up, but whatever. They took Trey Lance. This is the guy that everybody's saying has that Mahomes-like potential. Um, oh, we'll see. But we'll see. I mean, I, I, I'm guessing he's going to... I'm guessing they're going to try to keep Garoppolo and have Trey Lance kind of sit behind him for one year. Like Mahomes did. Yeah, I think they're going to do that. And they're probably hoping Garoppolo has a really good year, so then they got something to... To trade with, or they're just feeling like you know, because Alex if, Smith had a good year, exactly, and they're, they're, or they're just feeling like if Garoppolo gets hurt, then fine, go, yeah. go, kid, go, let's do this. Then your boys come up and just lock it in. Yeah, fuck defense. We're gonna ride with <laughs> Kyle Pitts. We're gonna outscore everybody. We're gonna be the greatest show on turf. Uh, and yeah. everybody thinks that was a good call. And you can see how they're thinking, man. Fuck it. Offense. Let's do it. Fuck it. New coach, you know. A lot of Falcons fans were upset about this. They really? Wanted, yeah, they wanted um <clears throat> they wanted us to take a court uh to take Justin Fields. Oh yeah, Justin Fields was still available. He was still available. And and while I understand that, um I look, here's the I, the way I feel about this is essentially that <clears throat> You you need to manage the situation you're in, not the situation you wish you were in, right? Mm -hmm. And the reality is is that Matt Ryan has us over a barrel with his guaranteed contract. Mm -hmm. We are not getting rid of Matt Ryan for at least another three years, period. It's not happening. Unless somebody wants to do this wacky, you know, uh, mm -hmm. Matt Ryan for Aaron Rodgers swap, Matt Ryan is going to be the Falcons quarterback for the next three years. Yeah. Just that's happening. So that being the case, why not give him every weapon you can possibly give him? Yeah. 
and I think that's why they decided to take Kyle Pitts. The only thing that worries me about this is that the way that I hate the way they talk about this kind of stuff in the draft, even when it's not my team, but it makes me even more nervous when it is my team. I mean, they're out there saying, go ahead and just give Kyle Pitts his gold jacket because this guy's going to yeah. be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And I was saying to my, I spoke to my mother yesterday and I was telling her, if there's anybody who can fuck up uh, Kyle Pitts' entry into the Hall <laughs> of Fame, it's going to be the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> like, like yeah. honestly, like that, that, that kind of talk makes me really nervous. Well, I was, I was drinking the Kool Aid, man. I, I was hoping he would fall to six so that the mm. Dolphins could take him, but he didn't. And uh, you know, we're wishing the best of luck. I've seen this guy. I not just tape, but I've watched. I watched the last two. I mean, I watch SEC football like mm-hmm. every Saturday. This guy is the real deal. Yeah. Like he's so good. As uh, a, bo- a man amongst boys, man, he's going to be. They're calling him like possibly one of the greatest mismatches. Like to match up with this guy as a tight end, it's just going to be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's yeah, he's faster. Like he's faster than the he's faster than the linebackers, and he's bigger than the cornerbacks. It's like nobody's going to be able yeah. to. Theoretically, nobody's unless you got a really good safety or some, yeah, make it hard for the quarterback to get the ball to him somehow. Well, that Matt Ryan's and our offensive line, we've we've shown that we're capable of making that happen for sure. (laughs) Uh, then the Bengals came in with what I thought was a surprise a little bit. They took Jamar Chase, they did. Um, after seeing uh, Joe Burrow's knee (laughs) flip flop around. Uh, I was thinking they would take Panay Sewell or Slater, mm, mm. the best uh, tackles out there. But mm. they said, fuck it. We're going to go Atlanta style. And uh, Ch- Chase is amazing, though. He is. So um, he is. it good. feels like, I mean, it's, it's and it's a, a reuniting of uh, Joe Burrow with his former teammate. So, right. Both and we it. noticed that's a theme this draft. That is a big theme this draft, for sure. I mean, this is one of those things where – this. We're not really going to know if this was the right or the wrong thing to do until we watch the season play out. Um, or maybe two more seasons. Maybe. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I guess the Bengals were probably sitting there thinking, like, well, we'll be able to get some some sort of tackle uh, yeah, for yeah. deeper in the draft. Maybe we'll, we're going to, you know, have faith in our O-line coaches to sort of coach this O-line up and, and protect, maybe create a new scheme so that we can protect you. So th- this might work out just fine. But, yeah, they did go against what most people were predicting they were going to do. Yeah, What they should have done was fire Zach Taylor. But that's another. <laughs> True. <laughs> we're going to dig into some coaches later. Yeah. Uh, not this episode, but, you know, down yeah. in the summer. Um, the Dolphins. Yeah. My Dolphins took Jalen Waddell, wide receiver out of Alabama, he was my second favorite wide receiver um, in the draft. My Who favorite was, was Jamar Chase. Okay. Uh, so Jalen Waddle, and uh, they're com- comparing him to Tyreek Hill. You can't um, argue with that. I mean, or you can't argue with it, but you can't be <laughs> mad at it. <laughs> if he does, Tyreek Hill be- going to argue with it. <laughs> <laughs> if he's 80% of Tyreek Hill, then I'm happy. Uh, so um, this guy is a, it's another he, one that played with the, the quarterback. He's so good. Yeah. Uh, he's so, so good. I think you guys really, I think you made the right choice here. Um, even, uh, what's his name? The guy who won the Heisman, Devonta Smith. Smith yeah. He, I, I read a, a thing about him this weekend saying if Jalen Waddle was hurt for part of the yeah. thing that I like about him, he was hurt for the majority of the season last year. And in a year when everybody's opting out, 
This guy opted in yeah. to come back and play at the end of the year for, yeah, the, for the national championship game. Um, Smith and, said he wouldn't and, have won the Heisman. Exactly. Yeah. He said, I don't win the Heisman if this guy plays the whole year. I think you guys, this is obviously, you needed somebody for Tua to throw to. I think by and large, we can have that conversation later, but I think the Dolphins did a fantastic job of giving Tua everything he needs to be successful this year. Yeah, he won't have any excuses. Yeah. Then the Lions finally took Penai Sewell. There were a lot of there were people betting on him uh, being in the top five. They thought either Miami would take him or or uh, Cincinnati, and then he drops to seven. I'm not surprised that an offensive tackle dropped uh, a few spots than than expected. But in I, this draft, yeah, yeah. But I am. I, this is kind of. There were a lot of things that happened for the for the Detroit Lions that I thought, wow, this. They're ready to eat some kneecaps. I know. I think. Um, I think there's it's highly like when we review this in three years, right? Mm-hmm. They're probably gonna say because there's no way that Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, and Trevor Lawrence are all better for their team than Panasul, right? I agree. So somebody fucked up. Somebody, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean what's the what's the <laughs> odds that all three of them? I, I could be wrong. But if we think of last year, I guess last year we had Tua, um, Herbert, and Burrow all went in the top six. Well, I mean, I mean, just so maybe. just look at the Bengals. I mean, it, uh, who knows if they'll all be that good though? Joe Burrow is one really ugly sack away from from uh, that being yeah, a mistake. Like, true, I mean, man. if he gets injured again, then it's like, well, there you go, you guys yeah. fucked up. Yeah, so we'll see, man. I, Sewell looked really, really good, and he's really, really big. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.C. Horn, first defensive player coming off the board at number eight. I think it's the first time ever that I the f- first seven picks were offensive. This was a little surprising to me that he wound up being the first cornerback to get picked. He's good, but he was definitely not considered to be the best. Um, I'm not quite sure what they were thinking. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, he's he's a good player. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's just – it kind of went against some, um, yeah, some yeah, it went against some logical thinking, I guess, in some ways. But whatever. And then we'll the see. Broncos come in and do what you think is right. Take the best corner, yeah. Patrick Sertan Jr. Yeah, father Miami Dolphin. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's got the bloodline. Yep. Uh, and then we got another reunion. Yes, we do. <laughs> the third reunion of uh, wide receiver to quarterback Devontae Smith joins. Jalen Hurts in Philly. What do you think? It's a little bit of a stretch as yeah. far as reunions are concerned. I don't think they play. They, I think they oh, played okay. together when they were rookies. Okay. Uh, when they were well, fre- when they were freshmen. Other. They're familiar with you. <clears throat> yeah, but still, I I like. I think this is a good idea. I think this is what they should have done. Um, if Hurts starts, because Flacco's there. Trust ready me. To. <laughs> this, to me, this pick tells me that Hurts is start. They're pretending like they don't know who's going to start, but yeah. we, you and I, know what's going on here. So then the Bears. Traded up. You would think they had like uh, enough trading up a few years ago, Trubisky uh, blunder, but they've said, fuck it, we're going to go for it again, trade it up, and they got Justin Fields, who somehow was still on the board. This is really <laughs> shocking to me that he's still on the board at number 11. Um, yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, it, you know, they obviously they traded up and they took what was the best available quarterback at that point. Uh, I don't think anybody could could accuse them of like. Well, I guess there is some weird alternate universe where Mac Jones lights it up, and 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 we're all sitting here saying that Justin Fields oh, yeah. 
was a flop, but I guess because Mac, it was basically Mac Jones and Justin Fields were the only real quarterbacks available at that time. And and some people were saying all of these quarterbacks were going to be the top five picks, right? So I mean, everybody was hype about all of the quarterbacks, but I think that was that's what they do, man. I gotta say, I'm I'm excited for the Bears. I am too. I mean, you know, I my think dad's a Bears um, fan. You know, I, I don't really have any kind of personal feelings or issues in either direction with with the Bears, but I just I like the idea of the Bears being a force to be reckoned with. Mm. You know, being a good team, and yeah, and and you also kind of like you feel for their fan base. I mean, they've been tortured for years with you know the at, Bears at this position, especially. We don't have a quarterback. Uh, but now they got one, <laughs> yeah. and they got one who can good one, man. I personally think that Justin Fields has a better chance at transforming his team than, say, someone like Trevor Lawrence transforming the Jags. Mm-hmm. Personally, I could see that. Yeah, um, maybe yeah. that's also because I think the Bears have more to work with. But and he applies his personality to the team, you know. Jacksonville, they've got a lot of money though, <laughs> and he's gonna have a chip on his shoulder for falling in the draft and. All what if he? Of... What if he's like Trevor, and he doesn't? Have did chips? you see the look on his face when he got picked? He <laughs> no, did not. He looks. He actually looked a little pissed. Oh, I that's thought. good. So I like that. Uh, I'll speed it up a little bit. Uh, Michael Parsons, who was considered the best linebacker in the draft, was taken by uh, by. Uh, he's from Penn State. Was taken by the Cowboys, who mm. need a linebacker bad. So that makes sense. Cowboys focused on defense the whole weekend, which was a little surprising. They should have focused on defense last season. <laughs> but I'm, I think it's smart that they did that. So Yeah, of course. But there is some reports that most of their picks have some character issues. So we'll see how that I mean, goes. Mika Parsons. They did, they did play Greg Hardy after you had somebody in his trunk on some guns. So. <laughs> I mean. Mika Parsons was involved in some kind of a hazing thing, and I think their number two, their second round and their third round pick were also kind of had some – Girlfriend abuse and mm. all kinds of other weird shit. So it's a textbook cowboy. So yeah, it, it, yeah, it's a cowboy thing. Uh, <laughs> Chargers take Rashawn Slater, who was the uh, arguably the best tackle. Some says Penai Sewell. Some said uh, Rashawn Slater. So Rashawn Slater coming out of Northwestern. I would say Sewell. I would take Sewell just because he played for Oregon. Over this is exactly. I don't. I don't. I well. Okay. So for starters, I don't think I got any picks right in my mock draft. By the way, <laughs> what? I don't zero none. Because <laughs> you but, didn't even put. You didn't even put Trevor Lawrence as one. No, exactly. I didn't get anything right. Uh, I think that's kind of cool, actually. Anyway, yeah, cool. Um, but what I did say, I seem to. I don't remember who I had the, the Chargers picking, but I did say that what they needed to pick was some sort of an offensive tackle because, mm-hmm. as I said, uh, Herbert was the biggest surprise last season. Yeah. Teams are going to be coming for him. They're going to be scheming for him. It was super smart for the Chargers to pick up somebody to yeah. help protect him. They had a good draft. Yeah. Uh, then the Jets came in. Mm. And they got a versatile uh, offensive lineman, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to help Zach Wilson, I guess. That's their plan. Presumably. Yeah. And then we got the Patriots, who uh, Mac Jones fell to them, and they are happy about it. He's from Alabama, and he's in a Josh McDaniels offense, and uh, Bill Belichick is there. So he's going to know he should be, he has no excuse. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, he needs some. They got some weapons too in the offseason. Yeah. So, uh, well, and they got Patriots, a lot of their opt outs from last year coming back. Yeah. Uh, Patriots might, I think they're going to win the AFC East. 
I'm going on record saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think Mac Jones will be starting, of course. Um, but we'll see. If Cam Newton still can't throw the ball, then they might have to throw Mac Jones up in there. They might. This could be Bledsoe-Brady all over again. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I mean, it does feel like a good fit, obviously. He's, he's more – you know, it's funny. After you know they lose Tom Brady and then they bring in Cam Newton, which seems completely counterintuitive to what their team – the identity of their team for the yeah. last decade, uh, that falls more or less flat on its face. Yeah. And then they go out and they draft a quarterback that's more like Tom Brady. So it kind of indicates <laughs> that they're moving back to – Going back to what – They're the admitting is, that they made a mistake. I when uh, Tom Brady got uh, suspended those four games, remember that? Yeah. For the uh, deflating thing? Yeah. Um, they ran the type of offense mm. that they tried to run. Remember, And then they brought in Tebow. Remember all of that shit? Yep. That uh, it seemed like they were like kind of fascinated with that style of offense, just a rumbling, uh, mm-hmm. what a Georgia Tech type of shit. Right, <laughs> that almost triple option type of tough to <laughs> <Triple> defend. <laughs> Remember that shit, yeah, Georgia yeah. Tech, annoying ass <clears throat> Georgia Tech shit. Yeah, um, and it, it feels like they might have been just trying to show off that um, this style of football that's is, is so outdated. Anyway, speaking of Georgia Tech, did you see this was late, late, late? I think in the final round of the draft. Mm-hmm. The Pittsburgh Steelers drafted a really fat punter from Georgia Tech. Oh, I've Tech. seen this guy you before. You see this guy? Yeah, I've seen him before. He's fat. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's fat. They called him, they were calling him wide. I was, nah, he's not wide. He's fat. That dude is not wide. He is fat. He looked like Andy Reid. Yeah. I thought that was kind of fascinating. You ever seen Andy Reid in the punt pass kick thing? I don't think so. There's footage of him as like a 14-year-old. <laughs> he looks like Andy Reid. <laughs> oh, wait, I have seen this. I have seen they it. Showed it on, uh, they showed it on NFL Network last year during the season. I remember yeah, he this. won like a punt pass kick yeah, competition. Yeah. He was gigantic yeah, as I a do 14-year-old. That. That's funny. All his uniform is too tiny. Uh-huh. Uh, then the Cardinals, man, who've had a very aggressive and interesting offseason. Yep. Snatch up uh, Zaven Collins. One of the top linebackers in the, in the draft. Smart. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm watch out for them, man. The uh, NFC West is up in the air. Mm-hmm. Raiders come in and get an offensive lineman from Alabama with the best name in the draft, Alex Leatherwood. Right. But this was the first pick in the draft that seemed to have everyone kind of scratching their heads. Yeah. Right? Like, why are you picking this guy? Um, yeah. But the, the Raiders. Raiders tend to do that. <laughs> the, Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders tend to do that. I don't Who's know. surprised? Yeah. It's almost like they gamble in that city. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then the Dolphins, just just in order to make sure that I'm going to remain a fan of the team, mm. go out and get the best edge rusher in the draft from my beloved Miami Hurricanes to ensure that we get another first-round pick. It's so, so great. I don't know. I love it when a hurricane gets drafted in the first round. Uh, Jalen Phillips, another second Jalen that we drafted as well. He, this guy's good, and he's amazing. He's so fast. Uh, he's uh, he's really tall. Yeah, he's super tall for uh, for that position. I think taller than most guys. Yeah, he's six five and like two fifty or some shit like. He's that. good. This is a great pickup. He obviously kind of fell a little bit in the draft because of injury concerns. Yeah, he got hit it, by a bus. <clears throat> yeah, uh, he used to play for. Um, he played out in California. He's from California. Mm. And I, I forget what school, but it, he got hit by a bus while he was on a bicycle or something like that. And then he had concussion issues later. Yeah. So he, like, retired from football in yeah. college. And then basically took a, took a, some time off and then came back and played for the University of Miami and still had it. 
and it was so fun to watch him, man, just destroying people on the outside. So I hope it works out in Miami because he's on the other side of Emmanuel Ogba. <laughs> I mean, I really think the yeah the Dolphins did well. Uh, then we got a uh, Washington football team or the Washington Red Tails, whatever we're gonna call them. Uh, <laughs> they take a linebacker to add to their potent defense. Uh, Jamin, Jamin, <laughs> Jamin Davis. How would you say that? Uh, Jamin, Jamin Davis. Jamin. Is it? Is it? Jamin. 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 I'm calling him Jamin. Jamin Davis uh, from Kentucky. Then uh, Kadarius Tony that we yep you know about from the SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Giants took the Giants. They were doing they're a little frisky. The Giants were kind of a crafty team in this yeah. draft. They were moving back and picking up assets and still Smart, wind man. up making good picks along the way, which was kind of a... Their coach is from the Belichick tree, right? Uh, I don't remember. I don't either, but I don't feel like looking it up. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there was some Belichickish <clears throat> type shit, the way they're navigating. Kadarius Tony's good. Um, then, yeah. this is who I thought Miami might take, Kuwaiti Pay. Yeah, I from, so too. Uh, from Michigan as uh, edge defender. Uh, and we'll see, man. We uh, we kind of fell in love with this kid over the weekend. Um, is, and I, I saw this little documentary that they produced. It was on the NFL Network about his story. I don't know if you know about his. He's no. got a pretty amazing story. His his mother, uh, his mother is from Liberia, mm. and she fled Liberia as a teenager when the Civil War broke out. And her mm. father was killed. She never saw her father again. Oh, damn. Pay was born in a refugee camp. Uh, they immigrated to the United States. I think he grew up somewhere in the Northeast on welfare in the projects. Uh, begged his mother to let him go to this private school. She was working three jobs. The school had a great football reputation. And at 12 years old, he made her a promise. If you let me go to this school, I guarantee you I won't have to pay to go to college. I'm going to get a scholarship. Oh wow. And he did. Uh, and he got wow. a scholarship I got to a roof for this guy. <clears throat> He got a scholarship to Michigan. Um and and now is a great story. It was just and a really on the, yeah, one of those little touchy. short documentaries that kind of brings the tears to your eyes yeah. and and now he's uh, on a great defense. He is. And his yeah. edge defender, too. He gets to show off a little bit because that's how you could get some contracts, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you come out there and be an edge defender on a great defense, you get some free sacks mm-hmm. off a of scheme. And he's got just this wicked, touching backstory. Yeah, this this kid's going to be rooting for this guy. Yeah. Uh, also, a little fun fact about Liberia mm. it's a nation in Africa that was created by slaves. Exactly. American Former slaves. American slaves. American slaves went out there and were like, we're going. We're gonna go back to the motherland, yeah. and make a make a country. We're gonna do our so own. So the shit. people from there speak like American English. Yeah, interesting. Uh, but then they started their own type of America and did some bullshit, and then that's what the Civil War happened. <laughs> Which, of course, yeah, <laughs> that's how we roll. They had, yeah, we taught colonism, <laughs> colonialism to slaves <laughs> who took it over to Africa. Great. Yeah. You did. You did see the Civil War, right? <laughs> You're gonna follow the same playbook. It's gonna, gonna turn out the same fucking way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then uh, the Titans uh, hop in there and uh, take a cornerback from Virginia Tech, Caleb Farley. Uh, I thought this guy would go higher. Okay. Uh, they say he has some injury concerns, but we'll see. He good. Yeah, Titans need some help anyway Big on help. defense. Yeah. So it's good they they they're trying to address that. Christian Darisaw yep. from Virginia Tech. Good. Uh, I, I did watch some of him. Uh, mm. Good tackle. And um, the Vikings got him. Mm-hmm. So that's that's good, man. They're protecting that uh, 
$700 million quarterback to have. <laughs> <laughs> then the Steelers surprised everybody. Yep. But taking Najee Harris, the hurdler himself from yep. Alabama, yep. Uh, 24th pick in the draft. And I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm not a fan of uh, a lot of Miami Dolphins fans were like banging on the table asking for a running back. I just don't I understand not taking a running back in the first round. I agree, and it, I mean Najee Harris. I, I don't have issues with a running back going in the first round. I think Najee Harris is worthy of going in the first round. The problem is, and I think a lot of you, you probably, if you look around, you'll see that the Steelers are getting a lot of flack for their draft picks. Um, is that they didn't really address their primary need, which was their offensive line. Mm. Uh, and they've already got issues regarding, you know, I mean, towards the end of the year when their offensive line started to get injuries and they started to fall apart, you saw Big Ben, you know, he was throwing these dink and duck. Like, he never held on to the ball for more than two seconds. Like, mm. you're going to – and you're going to come back and start him this year. And but you're now gonna he'll try be to- dinging and dumping <clears> – <throat> <laughs> to uh, Najee Harris. Yeah, but not, you're going to have the same problem with Najee Harris. I mean, unless no, I know, I know. he's not going to be the great running back that you think he is unless you address that issue with the offensive line. I, I wholeheartedly agree. But uh, as discipline and, uh, I don't know, from what I think I know about um, Mike Tomlin, mm. I could see him being like, we have this board. And we're going to follow and take the best player available and work with that. I agree that if any coach in the league uh, deserves a little slack, it's him. I mean, we talked about him last week, right? Yeah. Never had a losing season. Yeah. So. Kind of trust the process. You know, let him him do his thing. Yeah, they won 11 games last year. Yeah, they should be fine. (laughs) All right. uh, Travis Etienne, second running back. Uh, Mm -hmm. They started the little uh, running back game. Travis Etienne comes off. that's another quarter corner uh, running back going with the quarterback. Yep, uh, with the Trevor little, Lawrence little college reunion. Yeah, so we'll see if that works out for them. He's good too, and I mean he fits their offense for sure. Um, yeah, we'll see. Greg Newsom the second. Greg Newsom. I forget what what position he played. I remember that name though. Cornerback. Uh, he played cornerback as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there uh, was a lot of cornerbacks that went early. Okay. No, I meant the his father played. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't remember yeah. what position. No, I don't remember that either. But Greg Newsom played corner. Uh, Greg, Greg Newsom the second play plays cornerback, and he's going to mm. play for the Browns, who might fucking win that division, man. They stacked up. <laughs> they did good. Yeah, so uh, we got them. Uh, Rashad Bateman, he might be the sleeper Maybe. wide receiver out of this uh, draft class, but he got picked up by the Ravens, who need to get some help. That's a great pickup <laughs> for them. Really out of, good. Uh, and he went to Minnesota. The Saints, who were in draft hell, are really hoping that Houston's Peyton Turner is going to work out. Because I love seeing that a lot I mean, of cap salary cap hell. A lot of analysts are saying that the Saints more or less like botched the draft more than anybody else, uh, and I really hope that that's true. <laughs> um, Ken's going to be happy you said that. <laughs> I really do. I really hope it's true. Uh, I think they're going into this season with a lot of question marks, the Saints. So eight hours before the draft, Aaron Rodgers comes out and he's like, you know what? 
I don't want to fucking be here, man. They don't treat me right. They don't ever, you know, fuck them, man. They got to look out for me. Let them know that I am unhappy with the way you are drafting. Well, give and me a wide Packers, receiver. Yeah, at least give me a wide receiver or give me like a, a, a star running back. Give me like a, a tackle to protect my blind side. What and then get- the Packers come out and they're like, let's take that cornerback from Georgia, Eric <laughs> Stokes. We'll do that. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, We'll see how that works out for for the Packers. Hey, Aaron, I'm just going to tell you, because, of course, I know you're listening. Uh, he's good, man. He's good. And you guys, honestly, you know, this is such a weird thing. With The one thing where I can't necessarily get on board with Aaron Rodgers is that despite all of this complaining about not getting a receiver in the draft last year, they had one of the best offenses in the NFL last year. Exactly. And they needed help on defense. I mean, I, I really can't I, can I can't trash that. this pick. I could understand him saying that uh that pick to of Jordan Love was a smack in the face though. Oh, that I agree with. That's probably his biggest that I complaint. Agree like you, we can't use the player you got. Not just that it's my replacement, but we can't even use him this year. Do you want to win or not? Yeah. I could see that being like I I hear you. Um Gregory Rousseau which I can tell you is a beast. Mm. Was picked up by Buffalo, who's uh, pretty good defense. Um, I would say, you know, middle of the pack, maybe a little bit above that. Uh, yeah, that could be that could be big. He comes out of Miami, and he's he's a, a beast. So we'll see. Uh, fuck Buffalo. Um, <laughs> and then the Ravens back on the board, and they take uh, Jason Owe. Owe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the edge defender for Penn State. And we'll see what happens. We're getting to that, you know, part of the draft where you never know. Uh, and then the Bucks, who picked thirty second because they won the Super Bowl at home, fuck them. Um, they got Joe Tryon, another edge defender uh, for that team that's pretty much coming back, and now are just drafting for depth in the first round. It's so crazy. They, Theoretically, they, be, they just don't need anything. The only yeah, interesting like thing drafting for depth. The only thing that really caused any ears or eyes or whatever to perk up regarding the Bucks is that they did either in the second or the third round they wound up taking Kyle Trask the quarterback from uh, Florida mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and everyone was like oh wow that's going to be Brady's replacement and it's like yeah okay fine sure yeah. whatever so that's the first round um it looks like we kind of know where, because in the first round, you kind of see where the teams are going uh, or what they're thinking as far as the future. And hopefully, fans of your teams, you like where your team is, is headed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much consensus that Houston um, is the team that hurt themselves leading into the draft and didn't help themselves in the draft. So, I don't know. I think Houston and the Saints kind of get the worst Overall grade. Uh, some teams, I'd, uh, we could just focus on teams that are being said did a great job in the draft. Mm. And that's what uh, Buffalo. Yeah. They're saying they did uh, some d- good drafting. Who else? Uh, um, they're saying I, Miami. I don't want to be the one to say Miami. I think, I, I personally think Miami did a great job in the draft. Um, I think, I mean, they're saying I, Baltimore. Baltimore addressed a lot of their needs. 
I won't say. Uh, oh, the Bears. A lot of people make like the move. The Bears made. The Bears might have turned their franchise around. Maybe at the very least, they put a face on the franchise. I think the Giants probably made yes, out really Giant, well. Giants uh, is another one. So I think the that's Giants what, the top made five out well. we got. And then um, you can't really fault the Bucks. The Bucks are kind of complete, so they're just adding on, and we'll see how those things work out. And uh, Cleveland is pretty complete too, man. There's no reason. Like some teams don't have excuses this year. Like. Tua Tagovailoa doesn't have an excuse this year. Right. He had a lot of excuses last year with the smallest windows to throw in statistically. Him and Fitzpatrick are first and second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Smallest window throws. Yeah. Uh, now there's players on their team that get separation. So in that in that case, Miami had a good off season so far, and uh, and the Giants too, man, with helping out their. Guys. But how how do you feel about the Miami Dolphins, like? How do you feel excited, overall man. about their... I'm excited. And I love the smack in the face to the fans of picking a running back in the seventh round. But <laughs> 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 they picked a big back, too. That I mean, they just like their running back room. I, 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 I like that they maneuver around, the, up and down the board, and try to get the best value for who they think is at that value. Mm. And they just seem to be ahead of the game all the time. I like Chris Greer and, and Brian Flores, the way that they're working as a team. To build a team, and it's obviously working, man. They yeah. offloaded an entire team basically in two years, and are now playoff contenders. It's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah, that was quick, and Buffalo did that recently too. You know what I mean? It's like Miami's a, a season behind mm. the progress of Buffalo, even though they should be two mm. or three seasons mm. behind. And it's like that division, man, is going to be pretty interesting. So I'm happy with how Miami handled the draft. How do you feel about Atlanta? I feel pretty good for the most part. Um, I, the only one that had me a little confused was our second round pick. Um, we went out and picked a safety, uh, which we need. Mm-hmm. Um, we picked this guy named Richie Grant. Uh, but at the time, I don't really think he was the best safety on the board. Uh, okay. at the time, you said I, second I, round. I think they let go of uh, what's his name, Morig, Trevon Morig. Mm-hmm. He was a safety. Uh, from Florida State, uh, or no, 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 I can't remember where he played for. But the other guy who they passed up on was Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback from from Florida State, who was also mm. on the board. And they also could have gotten Aziz uh, Ojolari, the edge rusher from Georgia. He mm. wound up going to the Giants. So I, I think there were a few players that probably were higher rated, but I think the reason why they picked him was because this guy is 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 apparently thought of as a really great tackler, okay, which is something that. You know, I think in today's NFL, like you're either there aren't a lot of cornerbacks who are going to be these shutdown corners, right? Right. There, it's a rare commodity to go out and find a true shutdown corner. We have two. I know you have two, <laughs> and and, and no, but um, you true, do, man. you really do. But like, think that you. I mean, imagine another team that has the same yeah. secondary situation that the Miami Dolphins have. I can't think of one. There aren't that many. No. Um, so you know, if this guy is that is as good as they say he is, they also said he was very good in um, what was it, the Senior Bowl? Apparently, mm-hmm. he was kind of a standout star in that. Um, but they did sort of follow up in the fourth round. They picked this center named Drew Dahlman, who uh, who's supposedly very good. Um, first team All Pac twelve, zero sacks allowed. Uh, he's got. NFL in his in his DNA. His father played for the 49ers. Oh wow! Uh, so I think by and large they did a very 
very good job. Uh, they also signed. This would be interesting only if uh, Matt Ryan gets uh, injured. But after the draft was over, we signed an undrafted rookie, uh, Felipe Franks, quarterback <laughs> from from Arkansas. Is it quarterback? Uh, a, a quarterback. Okay. So I guess he's going to be our backup, maybe? I don't know who our backup is. <laughs> no, you didn't have one. Uh, exactly. We got no rid backup. of Schaub. So now this guy's probably our backup. He started backup, yeah. He started at Florida, uh, but then he got injured and lost his job to Kyle Trask, I guess, and then he transferred to Arkansas. So maybe he's better than, than we think he is. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I think overall I think they did a good job. They got a, you know, arguably, you know, supposedly a Hall of Fame tight end. Uh, yeah, we'll see. They man. got a safety. They got an offensive tackle. They got a cornerback, center, uh, edge rushers, another That's cornerback, a lot of players, wide receiver. We had a That's lot. That's weird picks. when you don't have that much. You got to cut somebody. Oh yeah, they, not all these guys are going to make the team. I'm saying you're going to have to cut some money to be able to pay the rookie salaries. Oh yeah, that's why we're all a little worried about Julio, obviously. Um, oh, but imagine this offense if we can figure out a way to keep Julio Jones. You got Calvin Ridley and uh, what's that guy's name? Russell Gage. He was good mm-hmm. last year too. And then you throw Kyle Pitts in there, and you got the um, oh, fuck. I can't remember his name. The kid from he came to us by way of Baltimore. Uh, tight end Hayden Hurst, uh, who's also pretty good. Yeah, he is. Uh, I mean, if we could keep all those weapons on the field, imagine all those guys on the field at the same time. That's going to be insane. Yeah, I'm, I hope it, I hope you can do it, man. And, Matt, and Matty Stats <laughs> out there putting up Just stats, doing his thing. As long as you stay away from thirty-five yard line, you guys are good, man. I think when they get to the fifty. They need to just start. Just go deep. They just need to start throwing bombs to the to, <laughs> to the, the ten. to the ten, <laughs> just to avoid. Yeah. Well, like, they can, man. They can. They're gonna have somebody to open up the middle of the field too. Ah, it's gonna be interesting. I hope so we'll see. Well, I'm glad we're both happy. I hope everybody's happy with their teams, and um, we'll we'll keep everybody updated on the rest of the stuff. We, we've gone long today, so we're not gonna do each round. That will probably be boring. And the, yes. the further we go, the less I know about the players. Exactly. So uh, check your teams out. Let us know what you think about your teams, too. Let us know how you feel, man. Yeah. We appreciate uh, Hit the us engagement, up. too. The next big event in the NFL will be the schedule release, yes. which I think is coming May 12th. May 12th, I think. Okay. May 12th, they're going to drop the schedule. Mm. And interestingly enough, I scrolled back through all of our episodes for Sven FL mm-hmm. and the schedule release uh, will more or less mark our one year anniversary of doing this podcast. Oh, wow. Our first episode was on the schedule release. Okay. May something, May right. 14th, I think. Or So we got to have like some cake or something. Yeah. <laughs> something. <laughs> Not like a princess torta, but like a. I want like a a football shaped cake, football shaped like birthday cake, or maybe muffins shaped like footballs. Yeah, because those days like yeah. muffins, cupcakes. When cupcakes. I say muffins, yeah, I meant to say muffin. cupcakes. I know what you mean. Cupcakes, a little chocolate like icing. A, we can yeah. do the laces on them, like a moist deluxe cake, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a like a lopsided little Debbie. Yeah, like a lop- <laughs> <laughs> like a big Twinkie. That'd be great. A big ass Twinkie. Yeah. Man, now I want some dessert. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for checking this episode out of <laughs> Sven NFL. It's been Jonathan Rollins. It's Give Me Sara. And we'll holler at y'all next week. Peace. Later, y'all.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 